Purpose of We Natter. I'm Mark Steele, and across the table from me is Jenny Steele. And we are joining on the week that I learned an old lesson. Mm-hmm. It's a lesson I learned many years ago and then forgot about and relearned again this week. It is that there is this thing called a gym that yeah. exists. Mm. Yes. Uh, admittedly, I must say it was off the back of a blood test coming back, claiming I had butter rather than blood in my veins. <laughs> so I put forward, probably get, better get on to get some of that exercise thing done. And you've done only, what, one, two sessions now? Mm. And there's a couple of lessons I've come out with. One of them is that you feel pain in places you never knew existed. So you, you do an exercise routine, you come out and you're like, why am I feeling pain there? I didn't even know there was a thing in you're like, like touching a bit of your arm that you've not seen in decades. You know, you've got that bit going on. Mm. And the other bit that nobody tells you about, because everyone talks about that bit. They go, oh, I've gone to the gym, it's all very painful. Oh, it's painful in bits I've never had pain before. The bit they don't tell you about, itchy calves. <laughs> I'm not making this up. This is genuinely a true thing. Mm. And it's to do with blood vessels and a lot more blood flowing through and whatnot. My calves are so itchy, it's unreal. Well, we don't have fleas, don't mm. you? can't blame on the Puskat or anything like that. It is genuinely from exercise. I looked it up. I thought, what's going on here? Genuinely, with exercise, it's one of these things that can happen to people. And there's nothing you can do about it. It just happens. Wow. So anytime I do any of that strenuous exercise thing, I end up. Uh, with itchy calves. I wonder if that happens to you as well, dear listener. On a more positive note, the post person has demanded via their union, so they've got their rep involved, they've demanded it via their union, uh, that the weight of messages from your good self is too much, dear listener. <laughs> I'm, of course, making it up. It's complete nonsense because we do this whole thing electronically, don't we? So there's no post person carrying it. Although there's a concept. Do you, do you think an email actually weighs anything? No. I don't well, know. You could print it off. Yeah, but then it's not an email anymore. Then it's yeah. it's like an old-fashioned memo. Mm. When's the last time you saw a memo in an office? Yes. An actual printed out from the boss to the minions work harder <laughs> type memo. It's, I've not seen one of those in a very, very long time. No. I think you're going back to the days when they um, used to use that machine for... Not, not the photocopier. The fra- uh, fax. No. no. Well, yeah, I'm familiar with the fax machine. I used to have to repair them on occasion. But it was the machine where you, it had a drum and you'd r- roll it and that would do duplicates and things like that as well. Never knew that one. Oh, I, I never really used it, but I do remember seeing it in action. So there you go. I was only joking, but in the weight of all your emails and socials and things like that, if you have, if you have been in touch, and first off the mark is Cheryl saying, just listen to we natter. You get used. You used to get a sticker on a hot drink, and a large hot drink. You got one sticker. Yeah, I thought you used to get a sticker on a hot drink. Which, if you have no idea what we're on about, you're just in the ground. Why, why would you get a sticker on a coffee or a tea <laughs> or a hot drink? It, it's the McDonald's monopoly thing, mm. isn't it? We're talking about here, and apparently they've changed what you get stickers on. And yeah, I think Jenny was very upset about yeah, it. I went and get a sticker last week, and everybody else got a sticker on their Coke. And you didn't. You had a normal Coke cup, and I didn't get a sticker on my coffee. Oh, there you go. You are thoroughly outraged I'm with the change in the rules. Yeah, uh, but Cheryl added more detail to this. She, mm. she is explaining in quite good depth here exactly what you used to get stickers on. Uh, but you only got one sticker if you had a large cold drink. You, oh, I'm reading this wrong. You got two stickers if you got a large cold drink. <laughs> It's confusing, even when I'm following this. Which uh, I even have it written out, dear listener, so I can follow it and I can read it. 
<laughs> so if you're watching this on YouTube or Spotify, where you can get to see my sweaty face, because it's still summer, somehow it's still summer, <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a fat, overweight guy that tried to go to the gym, and I've been for a shower and I've cooled down and whatnot, mm. but for some reason, just lugging the equipment up to record this fine podcast is taken it out of me again. But yeah, back on Cheryl's point, I've only ever won free food. I love playing a Monopoly game. If I went there, I'd find a table with cups and boxes on it and peel the stickers off before the table was cleared, lol. Yeah, you don't let me do that. I, I like to pick them up in the car park. You're like, no, I'm not having any of that. It's because I have standards. I you, have. You, you, we were literally going past a bush that uh, I, <laughs> I, I have seen people use as an emergency toilet in the past. It was we on the floor. We were going, we were going past a bush, and you're going. You know what? Let's pick those up off the floor. And... <laughs> Dead right. There could have been one of them. Could have been one of those stickers. It's the hard one to find that could have given you like two hundred and fifty thousand pound or something. I'll admit. It's always a possibility, but the possibility is somewhere in the region of getting struck by lightning. It's not... not, You may be right, it may be there, but the odds are against you. You don't know that. Unless somebody's following it, and you need to know, you need to read up, I've not done it this time, on what the hard stickers are to find, because you normally get a list of them, don't you? Yeah, I I think you've got to have standards with this. If you're going to play the game, you you can't be raking through the McDonald's bins looking for stickers. There's got, there's, got, there's got to be a point where you go, you know what, I'm not going to go grab that sticker. It's like if you see a penny. If you see a penny on the ground and it's and you're walking that direction, you'll pick it up, won't you? Mm. you know, everyone does that. But if the penny is on the other side of the street and you just catch that glint in your eye, would you cross the road for the penny? Not for a penny. Maybe for a pan. <laughs> so you see, there, 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 is a, there is a point which you go, it's not worth the effort. I, I, I well, you don't know do that until you've checked it online, do you, if it's not got free food offerings? So you have to commit before you even know it that way. Mm. Uh, that's a bit too risky in my eyes. But it appears that Cheryl does very much the same thing as you. Also, when you collected the beans through your card, I'd peel off the tokens yeah. that would have been left behind. Yeah, I used to get a stick of beans on your card and then you stick them onto your card. We don't get that anymore. That was a McDonald's thing as well. Oh, it was McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. What do you get now for the beans? It's all done on the internet with an app now and it's all tracked through points and you can convert your points to... What if you've not got the McDonald's app? Are you and just you chucking away beans? I assume you just lose out. Because it, it'll be better for the environment like doing it all digitally nowadays, it? won't it? Mm. Well, I'll say that. I, I used a, um, tried to use a fancy app for paying my, for a petrol today. Oh, oh you've yeah. gone wrong. So I, went, I, went, I went, went to the petrol station. There's a quiet little BP one in the middle of nowhere. Just about had a phone signal, so I thought they, they were advertising, you know, log in with your app and you pay for your fuel. Mm. So I did it all first time round, the transaction rejected. Oh. Give it another go. Sometimes it's just because it's the first time I'm using the card. Give it another go. It goes, yeah, yeah, you're all cleared up to some daft number. I think it was 150 quid or something. Wow. I think you can set it lower, but I just went, oh, I want to fill the tank. And I went, 150 quid? What? Uh, no. <laughs> so it goes to authorise that. And then it goes, right, pick up the pump. I go pick up the pump, nothing's happening. Mm. And even the guy in the shop come out and go, well, because you're done it with the app, I can't interfere with it. I can't make it vend, mm. but sorry, it looks like you're going to have to hang it up and we'll do it the old-fashioned way. But what about your 150 that's been spe- it, pending on your car? Well, because I'm with one of these digital banks, the moment I hung the pump back, because the pump wouldn't clear down to zero. Mm. You know, when I pick it up and they authorise it, it clears mm. down to zero. It wouldn't do that. 
So I picked it up, it wouldn't clear, and I was like, all right, okay, I'll hang it back up again. At that point, the moment I hung it up, I get a notification on my phone mm. saying the transaction's been reversed. Oh, that's good. So then. the money was in, instantly unlocked the moment that happened. Yeah. And then I could fill up on it. So I, 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 I do try these high-tech Put me off things. that ass. Well, I've used it at other petrol stations. It's worked fine. But mm. it's just one in the middle of nowhere in rural Nottinghamshire. Mm. Uh, admittedly, it doesn't have the greatest of phone signals and things like that. So I, I, maybe it's something to do with that. But for whatever reason, that pump I was on. Here's how old-fashioned that petrol station is. It's got those pumps that you can... Only one person on each side can use it at a time. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's old-fashioned. Yeah. yeah. So there, there you go. Maybe, maybe I need to go to a more modern petrol station yeah. and spend a little bit more, because that was one of the cheapest ones. Was it? Well, on the route I was travelling. <laughs> anyway, that, that's off-topic. Also been in touch is Matthew Summers saying uh, a bit about Kit Kat, saying they're doing very well. Yeah. I, I assume that's yeah. chocolate bar. He just enjoys <laughs> chocolate bars. That's, that's uh, the, his new cat. Oh, he's Kit got a cat, cat called Kit Kat. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I forgot to add some comments to the recent Wee Natter episode, so I'll do it now. And he has sent a lot of comments. But we shall go through them. Because <laughs> it's a way of us reminiscing about the recent episodes that we've done. Yeah. And remembering, did we really say that? Yeah. And uh, should we speak you to a solicitor? <laughs> Is that, that kind of mindset that goes through when we, when we go through these comments. I think Mark's idea of missiles along the roadside isn't the best. So this is the one about there are digital cameras on the roadside now that if you make too much noise, they will take your picture mm. and you'll get a fine through the post. So I said, well, you need to upgrade it and do it with missiles instead and kill the noise instantly. <laughs> so Matthew's been thinking the, the idea through a bit mm. more. He, he's he, he's looked into the detail of it for us. Yeah. When one goes off, the next one further up the road will detect the movement and go off too. Mm. So it's going to be just a chain reaction like, of boom, 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 Yeah, like boom, a domino. Boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Which could be quite entertaining if we do it on bonfire night. <laughs> Although I do, I, that does remind me, you know how they've got the... If you're not familiar with British motorways, this is going to make no sense. But we have smart motorways, as they're called. Yeah. Which doesn't mean you plug in and you get Wi-Fi and things like that. It's They've got overhead gantries where they can change the speed limits on the fly. Mm. And they're enforceable. They've got a big red circle on them and things like that. Mm. Well, I remember when they first installed them in Birmingham which is a fun place to go driving anyway, but it was part of my commute at the time. And I remember driving into Birmingham that morning, and it was like driving through a lightning storm the morning they turned them on. Yeah. It was just flash, 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 flash. As everyone and their mother was triggering the speed cameras and getting tickets. And I actually did have a colleague who came in uh, later that morning complaining they got hit three times by these cameras. Oh, wow. He's thinking, That's a bit you, stupid you would, then, isn't it? Most people, when they get well, hit by yeah. a speed camera, stop or slow yeah. down. <laughs> you don't carry on and get hit by several more. <laughs> um, if you talk about slowing down, I, I do remember I was taking some flash photography near a speed camera in Matlock, I think it was. This is years ago now, because it's probably the fetch to this. But so I'd take some picture of flash photography. I didn't realise there was a speed camera behind me. And you get the, I was doing the flash with a picture to get the, the portrait or whatever it was. 
And then there was, I just heard the screech as the car started oh, breaking, thinking they'd be done for speeding. Like it. Do it on this main road outside here. I'd love it. Well, I've got some old flash guns kicking about, yeah. so he would certainly do that, make people think they've been hit by speed mm. cars. But yes, we're talking about noise camera. The, the next would be a chain reaction. So, yes, he's talking about the chain mm. reaction. Just boom, 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 boom. Destroy every inch of road in the entire country. <laughs> well, actually, considering the level of potholes we've got here in Nottinghamshire, and I assume it's up and down the country, as well mm. it was it was even a thing when i was I, I was running for local election earlier this year i did i, I genuinely looked up the cost of the uh, instant fill pothole stuff mm. it's like 30 quid a tub or something uh, i did i did genuinely consider getting that a shovel and a camera and filming me filling out a pothole <laughs> going oh, i'll get your problem sorted out admittedly i was shooting for a council seat in a council that has nothing to do with roads but it would be a fantastic campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I did genuinely consider it. I did, I did, I did go on to, I think it was Wick's pri- website and priced all the equipment up and e- even looked at the rental for the, you know, they've got this little machine that's sort of like the opposite of a jackhammer. It does do a... But it flattens the tarmac down as well. So I I did investigate. It would have been within spending limits. So we could have done it, but... Yeah, it would be doing a bit daft. But yes, the, the roads would be in a mess, Matthew. You are very right about that one. And the next chain would destroy every inch of road in the country, bringing about the end of the country's infrastructure and plunging us into the dark age. Yeah, you've got a point there. I was about to say there's trains, but they, they, they don't go anywhere. <laughs> they don't go anywhere useful. <laughs> That's what I find with trains. So yeah, yeah, we'd be a bit, a bit of trouble there. Yeah, plunges into the dark age. Apart from that, excellent idea, thumbs up. <laughs> So I've just got to, just got to come up with some sort of road surface that we can put across the country that's cheap enough, but resilient enough that it could survive the impact mm. and still be grippy enough. So not like pouring titan flats, slink titanium down or something like that, where everyone's skidding about. I don't know. This is getting quite complicated. <laughs> yeah, this is a real yeah. design challenge. If you've got a solution to your listener, do get in touch. You know how, how to do it. Uh, Suited Audio Cat. Also, here's another comment he came in with. When Mark had this idea of opening drive through restaurants full of roast dinners, etc., how would people eat their dinners? Is he thinking of giving out plastic cutlery? <laughs> That's pretty bad for the environment, so I thought, he, I thought he might want to invent robotic cutlery. After the meal's finished, the patrons could discard their rubbish. When they throw their cutlery out of the car, the robotic cutlery sprouts wee legs and uses GPS to march straight to the dishwasher in the restaurant. Wow, I wish my dishes did that. I, I quite like that idea. Mm. That, 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 it's far better than the idea I came up with. And it, what I was thinking was, um, you the first time you go, you would buy your cutlery from the restaurant. Mm. And every time you come, you'd swap out your old one for your new one. So, mm. Admittedly, you'd have some manky cutlery in your car that you'd swap out. But, yeah. You know, it's it, every time. If you're going regularly, you're like there every day. It's not mm. that bad, is it? It's not going to get that moldy or smelly or anything like that. The other option is with, to give you something like um, porcelain bowls and things like that mm-hmm. uh, which means they need to come back or you do like mcdonald's have and you have those bins with a giant target on them that you can lob things <laughs> yeah, into your car yeah. from and you know a bit of smashed porcelain i'm sure we can melt it down recycle it put it back together again it'd be horrific from an energy use point of view but it'd be <laughs> fantastic from a from an experience point of view you know that's the other one and he's also been in touch matthew not not just he's picked a, he's picked a two of my ideas understandable because they were crap ideas <laughs> I'm not going to lie. 
Come on, And there are some comments about this week's Nina. Yes, Mark was correct. Dozy doze when dancers pass each other back to back, they end up exactly where they started. Yes, you do a sort of. Kaylee. Okay. Yeah, it's, you can't do it with two hands because you want to cross the hands and the <laughs> hands don't pass through each other. So if you're watching this on video, it's a very bad demonstration. <laughs> but yeah, you do go back to back, spin around and uh, back to where you were started from. It is a bit of a daft one, but I, I guess when you've got three and a half minutes of song to fill, mm. you do need to have to have a few filler moves there as well. Especially when they get... Some of the Kayleys get ridiculous. Some of the uh, Scottish country dancing does get quite ridiculous. I, I remember one, and I can't remember what the dance name is but everyone ends up making an archway a really long tunnel so all the dancers you know it's like boy and girl on the opposite sides they reach their hands up across and you've got this sort of tunnel that a pair of dancers can work the way down yeah and you do that a pair at a time working your way through I can't remember what it was but it does get daft some of these dances it does get rather it sounds quite fun to me Sounds quite fun to you. Mm, maybe oh, should do uh, organise a Kaylee or something. The wee natter Kaylee. Yeah. Where would you hold it? Up oh, your end, Scot- Scotland. Just, just the entirety of Scotland, is it? <laughs> so it, we don't know, dear listener, whether it's going to be held in the Highlands or it's going to be in Motherwell or it's going Fife. to be. You want to go Fife? Yeah. Even Fife is a you know it's a broad range. You've got you know the the prettier end, your the prettier end, Crails and your St Andrews and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that will do. I like and then St. you've got Andrews. the uh, more industrial ends, the likes of uh, Leavenmouth, or you've got the uh, not radioactive anymore end of Dalgety Bay. No, not Dalgety Bay. I think St Andrews because that's pretty. You want St Andrews because yeah. it's pretty. Anyway, so- I like having a coaster up on St Andrews as well. So you're planning this whole event around can I get coffee before the event? Yeah. Okay, on that note, I think it's time for a wee natter. (laughs) I'm going to say we've all done this thing, right, Mm -hmm. that I'm going to be talking about. And quite frankly, your teachers will be disappointed. Which sounds a bit of a weird way to introduce it. But what do you think I'm on about when I say that? It's, it's going to say, we've all done this thing, this thing that we're going to be talking cheated, about. Cheated, copied. teachers will not be... You think it's cheating and copying. So you're, mm. you're straight into the, the bad girl books. That's <laughs> part of you going down. Is this you, you confessing now? Is that what no, you're... No, I never cheated or copied. You never cheated. Well... Th- this is something I do know you do, and even I've done it on occasion. Mm-hmm. It's not talking cheating. Talking in class. It's not cheating. But talking in class, I've done that. I've actually got in trouble for that. I have too. It wasn't in school. It was in university. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did it with style. Uh, saying words or phrases long. Wrong. Long. Long. I said, I said it wrong to start with there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, <laughs> don't you? You know, like somebody say should of instead of should have. Ah, should I? Those sort yeah. of things, yeah. One uh, I heard about recently was a kid who uh, dropped their marbles uh, on the floor. Yeah. And uh, they, they were talking about losing their marbles. So I was going around, going around saying, I've lost my marbles. Well, they did lose his marbles. Yeah, but that's not what losing your marbles means, is it? It is to the kid. It is to me. If you've got marbles and you've lost them, you've lost your marbles. <laughs> so so if, if you heard somebody saying, oh, they're losing their marbles, you would... You, would you think it actual marbles or would you think the the metaphor? I think the metaphor, because you said they're losing their marbles. That well, means not lost. So if you've lost something, if you say I've lost my marbles, mm-hmm. I think you've lost your marbles. What, what, if, what if I said somebody's lost their marbles? Would you think marbles or would you think the metaphor? 
I think marbles. You'd go for the game? Yeah. All right. Maybe it's because they know... Did they play marbles these days? Maybe because they used to play marbles when I was a kid, but if you're not used to playing marbles in today's kiddage, I don't know. I know well, that's not a word. I, I, Maybe that's why. I don't know. It depends on if you've heard people say somebody's lost the marbles in a horrible way. Maybe you'd first of all think of that. Depends if you've been brought up or dragged up, I suppose. Oh, you're you're trying you're <laughs> trying to make this a class thing. That's what you're trying to do. Uh, and to be fair, if we're talking about losing marbles, I've been losing mines for a very long time. <laughs> uh, I know about it. And actually, I don't know if I should be mentioning this, but I'm going to mention this on the podcast anyway. It was just slightly off topic from this. We're talking about losing marbles. But one of the things I have noticed is as the years get on. I do find it harder to do some mental things. Mm. Some of the, some of the technical challenges at work or whatever. It's not the it's not that I can't work it out. It just takes longer and and requires a bit more effort. I don't know if that's just an age thing. <laughs> Cuz when, when when you're young you pick things up very quickly mm. with, with a lot of daft detail and things like that, but I have noticed that happening. And maybe maybe I should go see somebody about that. Or, Ooh. Just accept that uh, that that's just part of the reality of getting older. <laughs> but yes, I, I've been losing my marbles for a very long time. What about barbarians? Used to get barbarians as well. Barbarians. What was he doing with barbarians? The barbarian is the one that you throw at your marble. The barbarian is like the jack, isn't it? Oh, barbarians. Now that we're talking about marbles, I, I can't actually think how you really play the game of marbles. I would have to look it up. Yeah. Because I remember ha- uh, not having, but at least playing with marbles occasionally when I was a kid. Yeah. I can't remember what they used to call it. These are big marbles and little marbles. And you used to call the, the big marble had a name, didn't it? It was called the big marble. And then the barbarian. The barbarian. I, uh, I'm not going to argue with you. That might be what I you call them. Matthew knows. No, no, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but uh, have you come across people saying words and phrases wrong before? I bet you have, haven't you? Did any yeah. examples come to mind for you? Um, do you know what? No, I can't. I wish I'd known. I don't know. I don't know. I, sometimes, I mean, people say, I mean, I do actually. Hmm. When you say nothing, I don't say nothing. I go note. I say no, 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 which, which which sounds vaguely like you're trying to do a, a sort of northern impression. No, and people that don't come from Nottingham cannot say Nottingham for the life of me. They go Nottingham. That's totally wrong. Is it the sort of thing that gives you a little, the, the, the yes, little twitch in your eye? eyes. When you, when you hear somebody say Nottingham, it's not not Nottingham. It's Nottingham. How how do I fare on the? You uh, don't say it right either. <laughs> so if we were to score it one to ten, minus one. <laughs> whoa, 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 that's not even on the scale. Nottingham. Nottingham. There's no such place. <laughs> I keep telling you how to pronounce it. Nottingham. I thought even the locals dropped the G occasionally. No. No. Trying to be pretentious now, that's what yeah. you are. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Although I can't pronounce Kokodi, so... <laughs> you make it sound like Kokodamol. Uh, Kokodi, <laughs> uh, Falkirk is one that tends Falkirk. to up, upset the media. If they, if they ever have to cover a story up in Falkirk, and there's been the odd one where I, I was even working for radio stations at the time. I wasn't a reporter, but I was hearing the reports going out. They're like, Falkirk. 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 No, I'd say Falkirk. I couldn't say Kokoda. And you say I can't say Moirag either. Morag. 
Yeah. <laughs> Why is there an eye in it? I don't know. Just, just a random like, eye in there. And you, you, you watched Take the High Road, didn't you? So you should know all these things inside out. It's only Matthew. Yeah. Well, well, what triggered this fine conversation was I was reading one online where somebody had typed out their message and they were, ta- they were telling a story about uh, some interaction they'd had. And they mentioned uh, that said person had an arse like a slapped face. Uh, got, got, got it around. Slapped face. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, how would you know? Unless, unless we're on the assless chaps train. <laughs> At which point it's, it's turned into a very strange story. <laughs> or maybe just a very weird night out. It occasionally happens. You mm. do bump into things on nights out. But I, I was told of one recently that I used to do when I was a kid. And it was somewhere that we recently went, Switzerland. Mm. We should start filming these things for you, dear listener. We should start bringing you on our journeys and on our travels. And you can see me try to order a coffee in French. You could have seen me swimming with the swans in Lake Geneva. Yeah, yeah, well, well. Mm. Yeah, when I was a kid, I you, apparently used to call it Switzerland. 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 Oh. And I was sitting there going, why was I even talking about it? Because it's not... It's not the sort of place that normally comes up in conversation, especially when you're a young child. It's not. It's not like you're sitting there going, "I, I, I want to work for FIFA or something like that <laughs> out in Switzerland," you know, or "I want to go work for CERN." Or da, da, da. that's not what you do as a kid. Apparently, it was because my parents went out there for a conference. Oh. I do remember going going out for this conference because if you want if you want to date me, you want to date this. It was unfortunately when Diana had her little bump in the. Oh. Did they go to Geneva where we went? No, they went to the other side. It was for, it was for a conference in the industry. My old oh. man worked in, and my my mum went along as well. But yes, it, it, it was on Diana time that this happened. Oh. I, I don't know why. That's all how I remember when all these things happen. Yeah, on a more positive note. If you want to, you were talking about words when you're a kid. <laughs> well, do you know what my first word was? Coffee. It was not coffee. No. Donut. No. <laughs> It was not donut. But I know what it was. It was peace. Peace. It was peace, which makes me sound like some sort of eco hippie or something. No, like it that. was jam sandwich, isn't it? Yeah. So apparently, it's, <laughs> I do have to explain this to anyone who's outside the borders of Scotland. <laughs> but uh, if you're talking about a sandwich in Scotland, one of the, one of the words you will hear is peace. So if you're having a jam sandwich, it's a jammy piece. And I quite like jammy pieces from my mm, grandma. I like jammy pieces. Yeah. So my grandma was still around with us at the time. Mm. She used to make me jammy pieces. And I would ask, I'd quite often ask for them by asking for a piece. So that was how it ended up being my first word. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds not... like, hello, hello, anyway, keeps getting the words wrong. <laughs> I will shit here. <laughs> Which might explain I'm my cunt. to meet you. It might explain my cunt physique. <laughs> you know, it started as a young child, it's just gone downhill from there. So, I'm going to open this up to you, dear listener. Uh, what word or phrase do you or someone you know always get wrong? We'll also take the one offs as well that are just brilliantly funny. You know, kids say the funniest things type mm. stuff. But we want to hear about those words or phrases that you've heard or you know someone says wrong all the time. Uh, it could be funny or it could be the sort of thing that just gets you very angry. Like Jenny does about Nottingham. Um, <laughs> we'll try to get, we'll try to guess whether it's funny or uh, angry based on the number of exclamation marks you add to your message to us. Yeah. So ways to get in touch on Spotify. If you're watching or listening on Spotify right now, top of the page you can tap the question, stick your answer in there. If you're watching on YouTube, where apparently you can hit the subscribe button and ding bells and things like that. Mm. If you look down 
Or if you're on your mobile phone, you might have to twist your mobile phone around so it's in portrait mode so you can see <laughs> it. But if you look down, you will see a comment section. You can stick your messages in there mm. and we will get them as well. Or your final one on the socials, at Solid Radio UK or at Solid Studio. And tell us about those words or phrases that people just can't get their head around. I want you to imagine the scene, mm. okay? You're sound asleep. Uh, there's a little crack of light starting to break through your windows. Mm. There's that, that little bit of the curtain that you can never get fully closed. Mm. And that beam of light coming in and you get to see all the dust in the air. It reminds you just how dirty the world is. <laughs> there's birds tweeting. You're waking up to a joyous day. Mm. How, how's it sounding so far? Nice. It's sounding very nice, isn't it? You open your curtains. You're, you're a bit jolly. You're feeling good. Why have you not got curtains? Why have you got like, just shutters? You open your shutters. You open your barn door, whatever it is, to see the outside world. You step up, you open it up. trying to get in the zone. And you see, there's a big pile of rubbish on your driveway or front garden. I'm going mad. See, I'm already getting uh, butterflies in my stomach. I'm ready to fly. So if that happened to you, how how would you deal with it? So I'd be you, straight out the front doors, effing and blinding, trying to find who did it. <laughs> they're long gone. They're stuck in in the night. You've just I'd got to pick big it all up and sling it in the middle of the road. You sling it in the middle yeah. of the road. Yeah. Well, the reason I ask this is the woman in Carlisle, right? She woke up to this, you know, tons of rubbish dumped in the night on her driveway. Cool. So yeah, she she had the nice you know early start. Open the windows, it's all beautiful, and then bang, big pile of rubbish, and she got hit by that moment where Jenny is. She's not she's not even seeing it for real, but she is proper fuming, and I will have to deal with it for the next week. Yeah, <laughs> dear listener. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's dumped in the middle of the night, and you you got to imagine who would do something like that. Well, we'd be all right because we got ring doorbell, so we'd be looking. Yeah, but if you imagine you didn't have something like that, you, you, you the, the first thought, the sort of person you'd you, you'd think done it, them down. you'd be thinking some sort of like Victorian villain with a little moustache going, Mah, ha, ha, ha. That, that you'd think it was somebody that evil to do something like that, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, maybe people passing by looking opportun- looking for an opportunity to like fly tip or mm. somebody. Else. I'd be hunting every house down. Like when somebody crashed into my car in the middle of the night and knocked my wind mirror flying. I noticed the li- the colour of a different piece of bodywork on the floor that weren't the colour of my car. I hunted that person's car down all around our old estate until I found the car that cracked, smashed into my car. So you went full forensic detective on them? Yeah. Which is not something you'll ever get the police to do for a little bump in the night on your car, but that's, that, that's fairly impressive. That was the second time I needed a new wing mirror. That was like £100 just for the respray. Oof. Somebody had you for that, probably. Mm. That's the price of a charity. How are you? Uh, <laughs> like I said, somebody had you at that place. Uh, our nice woman in, in Carlisle who woke up to that big pile of rubbish, uh, she got a happy ending. I, I mean, in terms of waste. Yeah. yeah. Uh, personally, if it happened to me, so you, you've told us what you will do, Jenny, and I'm sure you've got your own plans here, listener. If it happened to me, I'd be locating some anfo. And uh, on so I'd have to do it on somebody else's internet. I wouldn't do it on my own internet. That mm. could get a bit messy. Do you know what Anfo is? No. It's the explosive Anthrax. they use. No, it's the explosive they used to use all the time on Mythbusters. Mm. Anthrax would be useless because you'd, be, <laughs> you'd be contaminating your own front garden. It doesn't feel like it would be a good plan. 
But you know, get some get some industrial explosives like these use on MythBuster, a bit mm-hmm. of handful. Um and then charge my neighbours to watch as we send it all sky high. Yeah. Although now I think about it. It'll come back down again, won't it? In more pieces. <laughs> well, when I came up with this plan, I didn't think about the coming back down bit. And if it's all like heavy gravel and things like that, it's going to do some serious damage, mm. isn't it? Maybe that isn't the right plan if you do get flagged in your list. Over to you, Matthew. I hate to break it to you, dear listener, dear viewer, however you're consuming this fine podcast, podcast, whatever we call it nowadays, but... It is that time of the year. Mm, what time? Everywhere is full of Halloween stuff. Oh, and strictly it's on the telly again. And I've started to buy my little bits of Christmas stuff. I know I shouldn't say it. I find that if you just buy it a bit at a time, you don't have to buy it all out of one month's salary. So I have actually I have caved in and brought the tins of Quality Street, Heroes... What is the other ones? Roses and the other one as well. There's four, isn't they? So you've given in to Christmas stuff already. Yeah, and two Christmas puddings. Have you given in to Strictly yet? I don't like Strictly. I don't watch Strictly. The last time I watched it was a couple of decades ago, actually. <laughs> I looked at when it started. I was like, yeah, that was the last time I saw it. Um, but I get why it's popular. You know, it's, it's a good bit of Saturday night entertainment. So you think Christmas is good enough now? You're not, you're not one of those people that starts buying the, you know... 26th of December for next year's Christmas, are you? No. No, no. you don't You don't plan no. that far. I thought about now, bitter at me, every every week you go shopping, I just buy an odd thing, so then you've got... Plus, it makes mm. sure you've got the stuff that you really want in for Christmas, doesn't it? I guess you're onto something there. Mm. So you've given in, and I've got a confession to make, dear listener. Mm. Um, it's really tough for me to say this, but I've given in as well. <laughs> I have bought mince pies already. They are oh, yeah. on the shelves. But it's not normal mince pies I've gone for. I've gone for heathen mince pies. Do you know what I mean by heathen mince pies? They've got icing on. No. No? They're normal mince pies. They're oh. just, they're fancy mince Without pies. Without icing on them. I've gone for heathen mince pies. They are puff pastry mince pies. Puff pastry? More like an Eccles cake rather mm. than a mince pie. But they, they sell them as mince pies. They sell them as puff pastry mince pies. And I would take them over normal ones any day of the week. Really? Am I right in the head? No. We did a mince pie (laughs) challenge last year and I don't think they even came in the top ten, did they? Well, it's not it's because they're not a standard mince pie. We 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 we, we, mm. we, we didn't do the the fancy ones either. We didn't do the icing ones. We didn't. We did, do didn't the, we? We did the icing ones. No, we didn't. We did just we, did, we just did standard normal mince pies from various uh, suppliers. No, it couldn't be standard because we tried a weird one from Dawson's Bakeries. That was like a pudding thing. Remember, it was a weird one. I can't remember now. All I remember was there's a lot. Are we of doing it again this year? Is this you trying to pitch for me to spend my hard-earned cash on mince pies? We could do another mince pie taste test because we did it. To, we did it the year before, and and I think M M&S won. Mm-hmm. Can you remember who won last year? So I can't even remember. Oh, oh wow! Can't have been that big a deal then, could it? It was a good <laughs> mince pie. Was it Sainsbury's? Sainsbury's. It may have been. Mm. I'm not 100 percent on that one. So I'm not going to promise that we are going to be looking at mince pies again. Mainly Christmas puddings. You want to do Christmas oh, puddings? Oh, no, no, that'd be a bit hard going, wouldn't it? Christmas puddings. If you want hard going, we could do Christmas cake or Stalin or something. I don't like Stalin. <laughs> you could get the Christmas puddings for one, get the different brands and mm. try out the little mini Christmas puddings and see who's got the best Christmas pudding. 
You're supposed to let, you're supposed to leave them for a year or so, aren't you? So we should have bought them last year if we we're going mm. to do that. But then you'd have to have custard or brandy butter with the Christmas pudding, and that would I'd put all my weight on in the run up to Christmas then, and not not during Christmas, and then lose it after. That's how most oh, diets I work. Do Christmas, I might do mince pies again. Yeah, so it sounds like we're we're both in the get ahead of the crowd <laughs> m- mentality. It's just got me wondering whether we need to start getting our live Christmas tree in the door now. <laughs> I mean, there's a commercial fir fo- forest, you know, just around the corner. They, they're yeah. not selling Christmas trees yet, but turn up with an axe, I'll get one and we'll stick it in the front garden. It'll be fine. Won't notice. Although the, the neighbours might notice when it's mid-October and we've already put the tree out. It's, <laughs> it's, it's lost, it lost all its pine needles, so... Uh, Maybe we, you know, if we're, if we're going to be this level prepared, and we're going to do things in advance, maybe we need to knock the turkey order back to December. Yes, I want to try the old where you go in and you order your turkey from the butchers and you veg from the greengrocers. Now we live in a village that's got all the mm. traditional shops in. My mum used to do that. We used to collect the turkey from the butchers that she'd ordered two months ago. It'd have all the names hanging on. Yeah, turkey for Mrs O'Carroll. Yeah, that's got your name on the box. There you go. Go in the supermarket, uh, in the greengrocers. That's all your veg pre-made up there to collect your veg. And in the in the butchers, you used to get your stuffing mm-hmm. and your sausages as well. All right. Yeah. So you've got it all planned out. And my dad with his uh, cream sherry. Oh, this Bristol cream. <laughs> I was allowed a glass of sherry as a kid at Christmas. Just one. Just a little tiny glass of sherry, yeah. Well, so isn't it weirdly the law that kids can drink in the house from five years old or something? Oh, like I don't know. That? You're not supposed to give them like a full glass of wine or, you know, a pint of beer or something like that, but they, they, they can technically drink with mm, a meal in the house sherry. from five or something. Like that. Yeah, so, yeah, maybe, maybe that we need, do need to get prepared for Christmas. So we, need, we need to do a tester of all the different but <laughs> maybe Maybe we need to be that, like that guy that does Christmas every day. We'll test your Christmas hampers. Send us your Christmas hampers, everyone, and we'll test them and see who sent us the best. Are you just blatantly asking for Christmas stuff? To yeah, come yeah. Send but us all your stuff, and we'll test them. Seriously, maybe we need to be a bit Sucks like, bit like Mister Christmas, and you know, every every episode we try the full Christmas experience all the way up to Christmas to see what you know, what crackers are the best, what uh, cards are the best, and all that. You think you up for that? Yeah, I'm up for that. Do you think the bank manager will be no, up for it? No, the bank manager's not. You should zoom down because Sutty's just walked in and she's doing a tour of all your equipment. Oh, the pussycat? Yeah. Okay. Well, what I will do, if you want to see the pussycat, dear listener, you do have to stop listening and you have to start, um, what's it called? Watching. Yeah, watching. So I am now recording with Jenny's wobbly pony. You can see yeah, okay. Come and say hello. <laughs> so if you want to see the pussycat, come to say hello, which you can't obviously can't do on <laughs> audio, uh, then the place to do it is on YouTube or on Spotify, where you can watch this fine podcast, which then no longer makes it a podcast. It'll all make sense to someone. So in the last section, dear listener, you may have spotted... You may have noticed that we were talking about Peace Cat coming to join us. <laughs> uh, if you happen to be watching this fine podcast, we're not giving you a full live feed of the Peace Cat's antics, but you may you may have been joined by a rather phallic-shaped black blob 
It was just floating about across the screen. That was, in fact, the cat's tail. She has hidden just below the camera. She's decided that is the place to chill out. And talking about chilling out, we finally convinced Jenny to get on a plane. Yeah. I think we finally convinced Jenny to get on a plane, Jenny. What did you think of the experience? Good or bad? It was all right. The first one was a bit rubbish because I put was it an eight-hour delay. Yeah. So that was a little bit. But then once you're on it, it was all right. It was all right. There's only mm. so many ways you can entertain yourself mm. within the confines of East Midlands. I had the window airport. seat anyway, so that's yeah. good. Yeah. What do you think would be the most annoying thing that could happen on a flight? When, you know, once the doors are closed and once you're mm. moving, what do you think could be the most annoying thing to endure for however many hours you're going to be stuck in uh, that plane? Kid crying. Yeah. Baby crying. Somebody kicking the back of your chair all the time. Um, I think if you're going to talk about kids, you've got you've got to mention the ones that have got the iPads and things, hmm. but don't use headphones. Oh yeah, and have the volume on. Yeah, so everyone yeah. gets to enjoy Bear and Big Blue House, or you know Fireman Sam, or whatever it is. Yeah, we didn't want to, but everyone's getting to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> um, or how about? And I'm not making this one up. Thirteen hours, so long haul flight, next to a farting dog. A farting dog? I didn't think dogs was allowed on a plane. Uh, but, uh, I thought they explain. had to go in the car- in the holding thing. There, there are times they are allowed on the plane. So oh. 13 hours next to a farting dog, which genuinely happened to a couple flying from France to New Zealand. Wow. Is it just, is it just me that would blame the dog if I was sitting in the chair in front or behind and had a gas problem? You'd have a free for all you. You'd love it if you sat next to a <laughs> farting dog. <laughs> Although, you know, I guess you, you were right to question why there was a dog there in the first place. It turns out um, there was a nervous flyer and it was mm. supposed to be the companion dog or something Oh, like, like a therapy dog. Yes, mm. yes, that, that was the whole reason for mm. it. But I guess, you know, even 13 hours with a farting dog still beats <laughs> sailing. You know, who'd have thought Boke... Or vomit, as some other people might know, uh, it, could have tides. Oh, God, really? Well, when you start slushing from side to side on a very yeah. rough crossing, yeah. it, it, it does appear to have waves and tides to it, I'll tell uh. you that. That was, unfortunately, Ellie Natter. I can only apologise. I was Mark Steele, and across the table from me was... Jenny Steele. And if you happen to enjoy this podcast... Mm, why wouldn't I, they? Uh, I do feel a bit sorry for you for that case, <laughs> but if you happen to enjoy this fine podcast or vodcast, then the thing to do is to open the fine app you are consuming this content in and hit the subscribe button. So if that's a podcatcher, get in there, hit subscribe. You get the audio delivered to you the moment it becomes available to the universe. Your other option is if you're on YouTube or Spotify, you can hit the subscribe button and get the video sent to you as well. Mm. The, the other trick is if you're on U- uh, YouTube... Mm is to remember to hit the bell button, I think it is. The, the one that goes ding, 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 oh, ding, yeah. ding. Yeah. And then any time the video appears, not only does it appear in your feed, mm. but you get a notification to say, by the way, we natter, now available. Mm. Which is something that we're also going to ask you to do, dear listeners. So when you're out and about and you're going about your business and you, you're, you're there with your sn- uh, snake milker, tell them, <laughs> we natter on the podcast. On that note, we'll catch you next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>